welcome to Better Call Tim and Sam. Tim and Sam? Better Call Tim and Tom. Uh, a Don't Cross the Streams production <laughs> in association with uh, Row Merrily, 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 Life is But a Stream. Presented by uh, Stream Dreams. Stream Dreams. Yeah. What a great, what a great concept we have. It, it really we is. We didn't a- forget to put a book poll for a book. <laughs> no. We weren't uh, both uh, busy this week and didn't have time to read books anyway. Yeah. I was in Mexico for part of this week. I'm raising a child. Yeah. I, w- I went to a couple of bookstores in Mexico. Yeah, all the books were in Spanish. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I screamed at the clerk. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Um, no, now this is because I went to uh, Europe like a month ago. And and uh, went to bookstores in Paris and the Netherlands. Look at you, a real bookman. A booksman. Real, booksman inter- is what we are canonically An international can- booksman. Yeah. Um, canonically well, in, called. In Paris, we went to this bookstore that most of the books were in English. It was like a Shakespeare and Company bookstore. So it was like mm. a famous bookstore. It was cool. I mean, there was one in New York. All right. Well, I wasn't in New York. I was in Paris. We went to this one. Well, I was in New York. In New York, it's cool. Tom. All right. Well, I should. I didn't know that shit. Told you to go there. There's cool restaurants. James Corden yelled at a waiter at one of them. <laughs> yeah. That ever happened in Paris? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm sure. It has. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Many times. <laughs> um, I feel like a Parisian waiter would just like slap him. Yeah. He's like, I deal with this shit. Get out of here. <laughs> um. The uh, so I went to a bookstore in Paris that did have like uh, it was mostly books in English, but I went to French bookstores, I went to uh, Dutch bookstores, and then uh, and now I went to Mexican bookstores. And if you go to a bookstore in a non English speaking country, they usually have at least a small section of books in English for you. For me, but but it's so, like so tourists don't have a freaking hissy fit. <laughs> no, I think it's just you know it's such a common language. Yeah, uh, like Twilight. Well, but that that is the, that is the thing. There will be like one area the size of like my bookcase at home mm-hmm. that just has like the most popular I have these books already. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, anything on here I recognize, and if I wanted to read it, I've read it already. Uh, but in Mexico, all the books were shrink wrapped. You couldn't uh, leaf through them. We went to a couple of bookstores, and uh, they were they were all like that. Yeah, I mean, all the stores. knowledge is inside there, Tom. Yeah, he you just steal it knowledge. for free. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time you well, went to I, a- my uh, fingers were covered in Cheeto dust too? I saw them uh, vigorously shrink wrapping all the books on my way in. <laughs> they saw you eating that jumbo bag of Cheetos. Yeah, I was like, well, go in the store while I finish my bag of Cheetos. Um, you ever use a shrink wrap uh, machine? Oh, yeah. They're so much fun. I mean, yeah, I think it, probably similar to a shrink wrap machine uh, when I worked at the butcher shop. It was, uh-huh. we oh, would, yeah. Uh, put the plastic around like the ground yeah. beef and stuff. Yeah, plastic's fun to play with, huh? Really is. Did you ever use a plastic? Wait, is what? there nothing it's bad for? <laughs> it's just a net good in every way. Um, where did you shrink wrap things? Uh, well, I worked at the Apple Store. Ah, so yeah. there's a heat source there. Yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, like burn well, it and then put it down. Yeah. Well, and then we had like a. Uh, it, it was basically like a hair dryer. And mm. that would shrink the plastic to like mm. you know actually wrap it. So what what would you do? You would take uh, damaged merchandise and make it seem <laughs> like it came straight from the factory. No, we would we would sell uh, returns sometimes as returns, but we oh, would yeah, still we shrink wrap it. But you could tell it wasn't nearly as like well shrink wrapped. Uh, but the other thing that the shrink wrap. Uh, machine at the Apple store was great for was if you bought something at a different store and you wanted to return it and you were an employee uh, with access to a shrink wrap machine. Yeah. There, there was there was a long time where uh, GameStop was getting back a lot of <laughs> games they didn't know had already been open. 
Yeah, it's pretty smart. But it's fine. You know, it ain't scratched the disc or anything. The game still works. Yeah, Cheeto dust all Nobody, well, the next guy's going to get Cheeto dust on it anyway. I'm just saving him the trouble. Um. Yeah, I had another. Oh, Tom, mm-hmm. you as a as a, an Apple Store employee, I have a yes. complaint to lodge with you. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think I haven't worked at an Apple Store in like fifteen years, more than fifteen years. But go ahead. Um, I went to an Apple Store uh, <laughs> a couple days ago. Okay, well, I'll pass the complaint along to my manager. Yeah, you can uh, email Steve at Apple dot com. It was S Jobs at Apple dot com. Um. No, there's a different guy. <laughs> okay. Steve Jackson. Um, uh, I I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I went in there, and I just wanted to get it and yeah. leave. What, what, what was it? A pack of four air tags. Oh, okay. In my neighborhood, Tom. Uh-huh. Can I tell you what they're doing? What? They're towing cars because they're, they're repaving the street. Oh, okay, yeah. But they're putting up signs mm-hmm. like twelve hours before. Yeah, so it'll be so like you don't know. It'll be like eight p.m. on Tuesday night. They'll be like no parking starting seven a.m. <laughs> Wednesday morning. And yeah. It'll be like, well, unless I'm having happen to walk by my car at nine p.m. Right, like, I'm not going to see that I had to move it. And and if you uh, you know, sometimes actually I screwed up this week because this is uh, election week, election day, and Veterans Day fell yeah. on a Tuesday and a Friday. Yeah, and I did not. I parked in a Monday Thursday uh, spot. I'm in a Friday spot right now. Tom. Yeah, but that's a perfect example of like you park there uh, last Friday, and you'd be like, "Awesome, I'm good until next Tuesday." Yeah, and you know, if if you live a block or two in the other direction, you're like, "Oh, I'll be back here in a week." Yeah. So, uh, and like. I fully recognize it should be annoying to have a car in New York. Like we should all be and it, and it is, and it is. <laughs> um, but so they tow, and then the other thing is like they tow you and put you in an open spot somewhere. Mm-hmm. I drive around for hours and can't find an open spot. Sometimes <laughs> right. I don't know how to tow truck. Like towing my car finds a spot <laughs> where it's like, all right, we'll just throw it here. Yeah, th- this fits the car and the tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they. Uh, you're supposed to call 311 if you uh-huh. go to the spot and your car isn't there and they yeah. tell you where it is. And they tell you if it's been stolen or not. Yeah, but sometimes that doesn't work. Or they yeah. like, So I just put an air tag in my car. It's mm-hmm. great. It, it, it tells me where my yeah. car is. What do you need times. the other three for? I was going to put one. They, they say don't put it on your kit, right? <laughs> they say don't put it on a kid or a pet. I think that's a liability thing. Yeah. Yeah. And not for any reason. Like my 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 son is uh, t- just turned one. Yeah, too too young to have a subdermal uh, air tag implanted <laughs> not in it. Subdermal, but like I I feel like <laughs> I just glue it to the outside of him. We go to the park a lot. He's uh, getting a lot more mobile. Yeah, I think like if I just throw that in his coat pocket or whatever right. when we're at the park. That's peace of mind yeah, if he it, runs off. Yeah, it's not going to hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, we have friends mm-hmm. uh, in the neighborhood. <laughs> you were going to say, we have friends who have an interest in kidnapping him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even thinking about kidnapping, right? Because if, mm-hmm. if, if, if someone's going to kidnap a kid, they're going to check them for an air tag in I this day know. and age. No? You could uh, have some old-fashioned kidnapper that doesn't know. Yeah, like uh, I don't want to even talk about my kidnapping, <laughs> to be honest. But like we, well, have, you don't find that a funny topic to <laughs> riff about. Uh, we find uh, we we have friends that mm-hmm. have kids, yeah. and like you know, everybody has like one or two stories of like, oh yeah, oh like I was looking panic. the other way, and they just like, and they were just on the other side of the, right. the tree or whatever, and it's just like, if I can alleviate some of that by being like. If I look the other way and my kid disappears, like yeah. if I can open find my phone and just like be like, oh, he's in the park still. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. all right, let me uh, let me find him. So, uh, put one on my kid. One on pull the kid. On my one wife. on the car. <laughs> on one on your wife to keep tabs on her. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when she runs off, yeah. I'll know exactly where. You, where you've she goes gone to. online to read the tutorial about how to disconnect the speaker mm. from an air tag <laughs> so that it doesn't uh, make noise. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, you know what? Unclear, but I just, I became charmed by these air tags. 
I read more about him. Tom, uh-huh. this is what happens whenever I go on the Apple website. Because yeah. I was like, I want to put these <laughs> in my car. You get charmed. I get charmed. Now I want an Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, all right. Partly because you uh, told me Because I have that. one? <laughs> well, no, no, no. You told me about things. Like, I'm trying to get my parents to get Apple Watches yeah, now as yeah. they get older. Yeah, with the um, fall detection and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, like, now they have the, what is it, uh... The oxygen, the blood ox. Yeah, blood oxygen measurement. Which is something that like I became obsessed with in 2020 <laughs> because like that's something in 2020 that was like r- relevant to get obsessed about. Yeah, probably don't still need to be like, what's my blood oxygen level? Yeah. but I still test myself with the thing all the time. I <laughs> uh, can take an EKG. I yeah. have panic attacks sometimes. It'll be nice to know that like I'm not dying. You know yeah. what I mean? Stuff when like you that. when you do the EKG on it though, it has like a message that says like this, this cannot not... detect heart attacks. Oh really? Yeah. Is that another liability thing? Like it really can, right? Um, I mean, it's certainly like a you should not. Tr- yeah, I'm sure for liability reasons, they're like you should not trust this to determine. Right. But I think also like a lot of the health stuff on the Apple Watch, it's kind of like alg algor. How do you say that word? Algorithmic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you say that word all the time, Dub. It's kind of algorithmic where it's not super accurate like in the moment, but over time it gets enough measurements that it's like, okay, everything's either good or bad. Right. Yeah. The thing that I saw with uh, like because they lean. This is this. This is what pisses me off of that app. I, I think the so EKG hard. would not tell you you're having a, it would probably say like reading inaccurate or something like it's not programmed to be like, oh, fuck, you're having a heart attack. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this, this is a thing where it's like they lean so hard into that health stuff. Yeah. And then to like. And then like, they're like, but don't trust. Yeah, it. exactly. It's a little disingenuous. But also uh, the th- the feature that I saw was like. Basically, like, hey, we see, like, we're collecting data on your heart all the time, mm-hmm. and right now, like, something, something screwy, like, yeah, what, like yeah. there's we a data exactly anom- anomaly happening right now. Yeah, um, and just being like, hey, that's that's a nice thing to know. I don't know. I'm just, I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, the- I don't want my kid to get kidnapped, and I don't want to <laughs> die. I don't, you know. It's just- that's just me. <laughs> the thing is, well, I'll offer some cautions about it. First off, like I have my Apple. I've been trying to wear mine at. Uh, oh, look, we're going to talk about Barakal Saul in a minute. Yeah, um, this is all relevant. It's not relevant, Tim. The, the show takes place before any of the stuff was even invented. Uh, the Apple uh, Watch, not all of it. Not yeah, it's true. Uh, the Apple Watch, like. It will alert you to trends, and I did have like a trend where it was like I was breathing more. Uh, oh, so I've been trying to wear it more at night to like track my sleeping. Uh-huh. Um, and I got like an alert that like I was breathing a lot more while mm. I was sleeping. Unless I was tracking your wet dreams, <laughs> and then it went back down. Mm. So like things like that, you're kind of like, what do I do with that information? Yeah. Uh, and also. Uh, one time I was having a panic attack and it went off to tell me my heart rate was elevated, and that which made it ooh, worse. boy, did yeah. that make it a lot worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe I don't need So a... I, I've since turned off the heart, the high heart rate thing. Right. Because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to know because it every time this has happened, it's been because I'm I'm having a panic attack. And that makes it ten times worse. Um, Can you program it to say this is just a panic attack, everything's fine? (laughs) No, I think you can either turn it on or turn it off. Mm. Uh but yeah, something the other to consider in the next firmware update. <laughs> um but that's a liability thing. They can't yeah. say like oh, you, you're having a panic attack. Yeah, you're fine. Um don't see a doctor. Don't see a medical professional. But here's an insider tip from working at Apple uh 15 years ago. Uh, the Apple watch eight, the only difference I think between the eight and the seven is, uh, like ovulation tracking, Mm -hmm. which presumably you don't need. So you can buy an Apple watch seven for Mm. a cheaper price. Thank you for uh, letting me know. Yeah. 
Um, you're making a lot of assumptions there, but <laughs> Tom, I mm-hmm. have yet to lodge my complaint with you. Oh, okay. What's your complaint? I knew what I wanted to buy. I went in there. Uh-huh. Nobody wanted to help me. Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't a whale. Yeah, you weren't buying like a phone or a computer. You were buying some nonsense little Yeah, so everybody's uh, like, go back, stand there. Somebody will be with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was there for 20 minutes before like I finally just like had to go up to someone and be like, uh, nobody's coming. Can you help me? And they're like, no, <laughs> but <laughs> but I will, I will make sure somebody gets there. And like, but like- yeah. Uh, you no, can just buy that stuff with the Apple Store app in the store. They they don't have them out on the oh, okay. on the yeah. shelf. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like operate like a regular fucking store. Yeah. And just like uh you do in store pickup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am acting like an apologist. <laughs> I know you Look, you're, Tim, there were a lot of other options. There were you. other options. Here's the thing. I wanted mm-hmm. to take a walk. I mm-hmm. had to get my steps in for yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, I'll like, tell you what could track those steps an Apple Watch. I know, or my phone, the phone that <laughs> yeah, I have already, that, that I've used to track. Yeah, it's not as accurate. It is as accurate compared <laughs> to two. Um, uh, yeah, the Air Tags are cool. I was actually real upset because I have one Air Tag. Uh, you wear it on your ear like an earring. <laughs> I wear it on my ear like an earring. Uh, so uh, my girlfriend can keep tracking me. <laughs> Uh, but I have the air tag, uh, on my car keys because that's like the one key that I don't have a copy of stupidly. So it's like, all right, this is the one I can't lose. But when I go on vacation or something, I take it off and put it in my luggage. Mm. Uh, and I didn't do that this time. And sure enough, this was the time where my luggage was, uh, gate checked but ah. not the like, oh, and it'll be right here when you get off. It's like, no, it'll be at the fucking the carousel. Baggage, yeah. Uh, luckily, I mean, it was there. I found it. But I've done it before with check luggage. And it is like a real peace of mind to be like, it's on the plane. Great. All right. There, yeah. were, there was a news story uh, a few weeks ago. I think the airline like refuted it. But it was like, eh, you were doing this. Where they were saying, I think it was like a German airline that they weren't allowing air tags anymore. And people were saying it was because so much luggage had been lost Uh. and people were showing up being like, no, I know where it is. (laughs) It's here. Go get it for me. Right. Yeah. Well, they're good things. They are good things. Yeah. As a guy who got all this shit stolen from him, uh, in London Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Um, yeah, I'm going to throw that, I'm gonna sew it into my backpack at my next at our next London show, Tom. Yeah. Well, I told you you can get it uh, implanted uh, transdermally. I have I I had to replace a battery for one of those things. So I have like 15 of those little batteries. So if you ever need okay. one, please let me know. Thank you. Although you did fix a uh, friend of the show Christine's phone, mm-hmm. but then her home button didn't work. Yeah, but the battery was so much better. <laughs> Tom, this week we're talking about the prestige television show Better Call Saul. Yeah, the the spinoff of Breaking Bad. I hope there's at least one person listening that goes, they made a spinoff to that? That was my favorite show. I hope there's one person that, that uh, uh, watched all of Better Call Saul and said, <laughs> that was a spinoff of another <laughs> yeah. show? It is interesting. I, you know, I guess we'll get into uh, the nitty gritty in a minute. But it is an interesting show in that I feel like it was similar to the uh, Star Wars prequels where it's like these this isn't actually meant to be watched before Breaking Bad. I think it could be watched independently of Breaking Bad. It could be watched independently. Yes. Fulfilling. But I think if you are going to watch both. You should watch them in release order. Yes. Or, or otherwise, there are going to be things. Not that you're going to. They did a very good job, I think, not making Breaking Bad mandatory viewing for things. Mm-hmm. But there are things that like you'll you'll miss if you hadn't watched it. Yeah. There's I think my favorite thing. You know how I hate fucking sequels and, and, and let's also, we'll, we'll like warn once we get into spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, uh, Breaking Bad, look, if you haven't watched by now, uh, we might spoil things. But yeah. Better Call Saul, we'll give a little warning. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Breaking Bad ended like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay. And also, even if it gets spoiled for you, it's still a good show. You can go watch it. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing people don't get about spoilers nowadays. That's like, if something's good... Look, the first time I saw Star Wars, I knew uh, Darth Vader was Luke's father. This is still a pretty good movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I push back on that a little bit. Like, I think a movie or a TV show is best if you go into it. Oh, it, it's best, absolutely. But I think, like, it, it, like it's not, I think we something both spoiled watched, doesn't mean uh, it's ruined. The film Barbarian. Yeah. And, like... I think it's overselling it. I think people did oversell it. Like, don't learn anything. Yeah. But like there's some there's some uh fun uh choices that are made in it that are like, Oh yeah, yeah. Like Yeah. Glad I didn't know about this yeah. going into Yeah, and you, you have an experience in that movie where you know, like halfway through you're like, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Uh and and not in a bad way. Yeah. Like I'm seeing uh Wakanda Forever tomorrow. And I've made like a very conscious decision to like uh, try and avoid like I, I didn't watch the most recent like trailers and stuff. And like I want to go into it as fresh as possible. But if something got spoiled, it's like eh, I, I'd still go see it. Yeah. Well, I can spoil something. It's pretty bad news. Though. Well, uh, <laughs> is it that Chadwick Boseman died? <laughs> I don't think the Black Panthers are going to even be in this movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> that was I, that was a shocking. That was terrible. That was that was like one of the most shocking celebrity deaths I've I have my phone set up that like Apple News alerts only come in in like if Chadwick Boseman dies. Dire situations. And like that was a weird time. That was like 2020. Was that like pre-election? Um, yeah, I think so. Like that was just like a heightened. That was like uh, the summer of like uh, the protests and yeah. like there were curfews happening in New York City. It was just like a wild time. Yeah, and I just remember being up at like one a.m. and like an Apple news alert came mm-hmm. up, and I was like, what "The I was not expecting that. What the fuck?" Yeah, that um, that was a like, celebrity death. Where terrible. You, where it was you just weren't like, a like gut punch. And yeah. I, you weren't. You didn't hear it and go, "Oh my god!" You went, "Wait, no, what? No, <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, no, no." That that guy was forty two and yeah. like uh, becoming one of like the biggest stars in the world. He can't die now. Yeah. Um. Well, don't go see the movie. <laughs> Tommy's not even in it. I uh, damn. I'm still looking forward to the movie. Um. One thing that I liked about Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. particularly in the beginning, mm-hmm. is that there was no fan service to Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. It was there weren't any winks, and like they look at some point, it's a prequel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at some point, the story's gonna leave off, and like. You know, you're, you're going to get breadcrumbs to the other show, to Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, at the same time, you, you don't want it to be completely disconnected from it. Yeah, but, like, I don't like a prequel where, like, it's like, oh, well, we have to find out where he got that big inflatable <laughs> Statue of Liberty on yeah, top yeah. of his office. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we have to, or, like, winky, or, like, ironic things where people are like, well, why would I ever need to know anything about blue meth? You know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. or something. You know, like something like. Um, if there's one thing I'll never do, it's represent criminals. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and in the first season, it was almost like jarring. How is this like? <laughs> Nope, this is like. Uh, well, it's jarring because it's like this is like a different character. Yeah. Uh, he starts off as Jimmy McGill. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a story about tension between uh, Jimmy McGill and his brother Chuck. Yeah, yeah, a character that we did not know existed in yeah. uh, Breaking Bad. I think it was also a very the show was in a very unique place where 
it was such a unique character that we never really saw what his private life was like in Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. So in Better Call Saul, when they introduce like his love interest and his brother, it wasn't you weren't sure what happened to those characters. Yeah, like they could they could potentially still be around in Breaking Bad yeah. and we just didn't see We just never saw them yeah, because they he, weren't the main he wasn't the main character. No. He didn't have main character energy. <laughs> yeah. He did have big dick energy though. Yeah. Do you think Bob Odenkirk has a big dick? Um, I feel like I heard he does. Oh. That sounds like something like Bob Odenkirk paid me to say. <laughs> No, I think I think uh, he's like a, a lot littler of a guy than you would expect. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're all about height. No, 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 because like, what were we talking? Five six? Yeah, like something like what? That. No, yeah, like he he's a oh, lot. That's on. what I'm saying. That it's not like oh he's like a little short. It's oh, like God. oh no, he's like a little God. guy, but you wouldn't think he was a little guy. How tall is he, Tim? What does the internet say? Odin Kirk. Um, CelebHeights.com. Oh, well, that's the only uh, site I trust. He's 175.3 <laughs> centimeters, which is 5 foot 9. Yeah, right. What? He's not 5'9". Really? I'm taller <laughs> than him? I don't know. Is- How old do you think Ray Seahorn is? Uh, she's like, I'm going to guess 54. Five foot four? Oh, no. How tall is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How old is she? Did I say old? <laughs> yeah, I think so. How tall is she? Oh, I don't know. Five nine. Five foot four. Fifty four. What? <laughs> She's five four? Well, it says five foot four and three quarters. So five. Five five? But that's still very short. Uh, or not very, very short for her. I did not think she was that short, huh? What about the handsome Patrick Fabian? You asked me how old hold she on, is, and what I said about, 54. I'm on celebheight.com. I'm not going to fucking find out how old they are from here. Let's <laughs> let's stay on celebheights.com. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Fabian, who does he play? He plays, uh, oh, what's, a, uh, what's the character's name? Tom, this is a whole show about Better Call Saul. <laughs> He's one of the, the main yeah, characters. Yeah, I can't remember. He, he calls uh, Saul Charlie Hustle. But I can't remember what his character's name was. And you can't either. You're you're searching for it. You're the one who doesn't know how tall he is. <laughs> what what's his character's name? Howard Hamlin. Howard. Uh how tall is he? Yeah. I'm gonna guess five nine. Six foot one half inch. Wow. Huh. Yeah, Apple boxes must have been working overtime on the set of Better Call Saul. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't... How tall is Michael McKean? Hmm. <laughs> He's probably shorter now than he was at another time in his life, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's up there. He's getting older. Let's he see. seems like he's shrinking a little bit. Yeah. Michael McKean. Ooh. How tall? Tim, give it to us straight. Five foot nine. Oh, all right. And three quarters. Okay, well, a lot of three quarters here. Yeah, um, Michael McKean, what a great man! Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, uh, an all-time. Uh, he was either Lenny or Squiggy, the- <laughs> knocking it out of the Parker. He uh, he's a Spinal Tap for Christ's sakes. Yeah, he's the one guy in Spinal ta- Tap that doesn't seem like an asshole. <laughs> And he, he's, right. he's so good in Better Call Saul. Yeah. And in those Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's just- Best he, in show. Mighty Wind. He's really good in Mighty Wind. Yeah. You never see uh, Michael McKean in something where he's bad. Like, whether it's a dramatic role, a comedic role, uh, he seems like- uh, Like, I'm not even trying to joke around here. He seems just like a very professional guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Why would you be? Why would you be joking around? I'm not jo- not joking around, but like I'm being serious, <laughs> which is uh, different than not joking around. Can I tell you? I saw this is this is a connection. Mm. Before Better Call Saul was even a twinkle in Vince Gilligan's eye, mm-hmm. 
I think. I came up with it. <laughs> no, Michael McKeon appeared on stage mm-hmm. on Broadway mm-hmm. with Brian Cranston. Oh wow! Uh, Walter White himself mm-hmm. in a in a play that I Tim that saw. I directed. <laughs> No, no, I sat in the audience one uh-huh. night. And you were like, oh boy, these two belong in the same television universe. You want to guess who this pair played? Uh, Lenny and Squiggy. You wish. I wish. That's what I thought I was going to see. Was nope. this the LBJ thing? Is, uh, uh, Brian Cranston was LBJ. Uh-huh. Michael McKeon was J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. In all the way. Yeah, I could see uh, Michael McKeon as a uh, Jager Hoover. Was he good? Yeah, I don't really remember, but it was a long. It was a long time ago. Yeah, 2013, I think. It's good. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, Vince Gilligan's making a new show with uh, what's her name? Ray Rhea. Seahorn. Ray Seahorn. I was gonna say Rhea Perlman. No, no, it's pronounced Ray. Even because it's, it's funny, like uh, she played Kim Wexler, and it's like mm-hmm. Bob and Ray. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. It is Bob and Ray. Uh, uh, She's starring in a new Vince Gilligan show that he's making for Apple TV that uh, he said is getting more to his, like, X-Files roots. Yeah. So I'm very excited about what that's going to be. I like that they're leaving the Albuquerque universe. Yeah. they, They exceeded everybody's expectations of what they could accomplish there. Yeah, leave. Like, the stories have been told. I don't know. Uh, if they want to start, like, uh, the way when when there were no, like, uh, Star Wars movies being made, like, when we were uh, kids and, and teenagers, and they just made, like, all those novels, if they want to do that, <laughs> if they want to have a yeah. Breaking Bad extended universe of novels where you learn more about these characters, great. But television-wise, like, look, don't... You you doubled down with Better Call Saul, and that was like a huge risk. Yeah, and and, and there were some missteps along the way. Yes, right. Like I think like part of the thing that made Gus Fring so cool in Breaking mm-hmm. Bad is that like there was a mysteriousness about. Yeah, it, it, and they this guy just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Um, they filled out some uh, some. Quite, like, I hate an origin story. Uh-huh. I hate an origin story for a beloved character because it's just like, nope. You, the, the, some thought was Didn't given. Did they do the to, origin story of him on Breaking Bad? They did. Yeah. They filled in the like, you know, how he yeah, like, like what drove him kind of exactly. But like, we don't need to see every step of his ascension or mm-hmm. right, like. Oh, I kind of like that about Better Call Saul. I like kind of seeing uh, his ascension to the role because I think it wasn't seeing it from like, you know, day one all the way up. That's true. That it was kind of like, all right, how did this guy who who's obviously always been like good at this, like take over the whole state? Right. I think... And this is a spoiler. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna say anything from like the la- from season six is a spoiler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and we're a half hour away, ha- half hour in. Anybody yeah. that gives a shit uh, about being spoiled, tuned mm. out. Okay, and if you haven't, tune out and tune in next week. Drop acid, right? Dro- dro- yeah. Tune in and acid. drop out. Um, like to get him, like. There was no good way to get mm-hmm. him to where he is in Better Calls in in Breaking Bad mm-hmm. in a realistic way. So, like, you had him in Better Call Saul have several houses in the same neighborhood that yeah. they somehow constructed secret tunnels. Secret tunnels, that, and that like, was a little he had silly. a full time staff like watching on cameras all the time, and it was just like. Yeah, if that was the explanation that you had, you you needed to get him there. Leave it mysterious. <laughs> like yeah. it, it was a lot more. Like once you start spelling things out so much, like that's when the seams begin to show, and it's just like, oh yeah, no, actually this this doesn't make sense. This couldn't happen in the real world, and that's what is incongruous with the rest of this show, which is mm-hmm. Better Call Saul was so grounded. 
grounded in process too. Like whenever mm. Mike would go off and do something, you'd watch every, for better or worse, <laughs> every step of the way, the way that he like, all right, I'm putting a tracking device in this yeah, gas gotta go cap. I've got to go to the store and buy a <laughs> yeah. tracking device. And then you're going to see I've me gotta, like weld it into the thing. I've, I've got to use cash because I can't leave any record. Yeah. I'm going to have to sand it down in a very specific way. And then I'm going to wait by the side of the road for six hours. And, yeah, yeah. Um, And I loved that about that. And then by the last season, they were just kind of like, yeah, Gus has like, I don't know, 50 guys working with him, and he bought out this whole neighborhood. I don't know how he got the money or how this even works, but all right. Yeah, and that kind of happened because then all of a sudden uh, Mike is in charge of these guys, but it's also kind of implied that like Mike put this crew together, and it's like, this guy's working at a toll booth in a stadium just moved to. (laughs) How did he recruit all these guys out of nowhere? Yeah, that was a little... That that struck me as like a look. If you start wondering like how Batman built the Batcave and got the Batmobile, <laughs> yeah, then, then like, you're you're too deep in the weeds. That's not the important thing. And also, like you don't need to be there. Like yeah. you, like audiences bought in. Like mm-hmm. we all, we're just like, oh yeah, Gus Frank. Like it happened yeah, he, somehow. He's a very efficient man. He yeah. figures out ways to get things you done. You don't need to spell it all out for me. Well, and especially when so much of, uh, uh, what was it, season four or five was about, uh, or both, about like building the meth lab under the laundromat, um, which was, I thought was very cool and was like a, a decent example of, all right, we are going to explain this thing that seems impossible, and we're going to show you just how hard it was to pull off. But not for the sake of... Of yeah, being like, of pr- oh, this is that it oh, could this is uh, this is how the meth lab happened. Like it was integral to telling the story. Yeah, of, of the intersection he... of Jimmy McGill and Mike Ehrman Trout, mm-hmm. and how they right like it served the characters. Yeah, well, and you also learned uh, what Gus's motivation for that was. Because it it was, look, I'm sick of dealing with the Mexican cartels. I want to start manufacturing our own stuff. Right. And then I don't have to worry about cutting them into the deal and transporting. I'll manufacture and distribute. Or having them kill my boyfriend in a pool. Yeah, in front of me just to like, yeah. I don't know, prove a point. Not even just intimidate me. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I really, you know, I was all in on Better Call Saul. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an uh, Odenkirk man. Uh, Tim, we're both Odenkirk men. Um, Odenkirkman. <laughs> um, Weird Odenkirkman. <laughs> um, we we saw uh, Bob and David at UCB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're very funny. Mm-hmm. Good men, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't think I was actually there. I saw them at oh, Town yeah. Hall, maybe. Or, <laughs> well, yeah. I saw them there, yeah. and they were, they were very funny together. Um, but uh, so I was all in from from day one. I watch mm-hmm. it, and I forget this now because, like, you know, it was six seasons over, like a, a <laughs> bunch like eight of years. years. Yeah. Um, but uh, they didn't introduce Gus Fring for a while. Yes. And when they brought him into it, I was like, oh, man, like, mm-hmm. I don't want this to turn. Like, I like Breaking Bad. I think yeah. Better Call Saul is way more my style of, mm-hmm. of show. Like, it's slower. It's less, like, flashy. Um, yeah. It's less, like, I thought, like. Better Call Saul had a lot more episodes that ended on, like, huh? Oh, all right. And whereas, like, every Breaking Bad episode was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, Better Call Saul is more of a slow burn. Yeah, and I like a slow burn. Yeah, like, I just want to see an old man do. I want to see uh, Mike Ermintrout, who is somehow in the prequel, <laughs> looks fifty years older than he did in the, in the sequel series. It's not even it's like that, look. It's I that Albuquerque son, Tim. I appreciate that they didn't do any of that de aging stuff yeah. on anybody, mm-hmm. and like they get away with it from. 
pretty much any everybody. For the most part. But like it, there, there the, are parts where it's a little confusing because you're like, I don't know exactly how young this but but I agree that doing de aging would just be uh distracting. But the one guy they should have de aged was <laughs> Jonathan Banks. Because like between breaking bad and Better Call Saul, he hit that age of old man where it's just like, oh, he's an older guy to like, oh, God. He's an old This man. guy is, oh, they, I hope they've they've banked all the episodes <laughs> they need. Yeah, but my uh, problem with the age stuff sometimes was th- that there are some like flashbacks with Jimmy, with uh, Bob Odenkirk, where it's like, oh, I think he's supposed to be like 20 years old yeah, here. okay, and then you know that. This is the they, same thing. I think they need to like telegraph that a little better sometimes. Uh, the, you I, knew when it was, you followed it. No, but I had like some trouble kind of figuring, before you learn. Well, you're learn, dumb. No, I'm Tom, not dumb. Tom, I before, asked you to take an IQ test before I got here. <laughs> you did. Can you tell me the result of that IQ no, test? No, I did take a COVID test. That was what I meant when I said I would take a test before you came yeah, well, here. Yeah, I, I wanted I've been you to traveling. take an IQ I've been traveling. I've been in airports. Yeah, I wanted you because I knew we were going to talk about this show, and I know that you're kind of dumb, and I wanted to. Yeah, to I prove said it. I'll, I'll like no, you should come over there. I'll take a test before to make sure it's safe. And you said, oh, an IQ test. Yeah. And, uh, oh boy, Tim, I wish I could, uh, uh reach through the computer mire, slap you across the face. Well, uh, I think you have a low IQ. <laughs> Look, I understand, like, uh, the flashbacks, but, like, what are you going to do? It's just like, sometimes it's the same I thing. couldn't tell exactly. Later on, you get it filled out, kind of w- what Jimmy's life has been. But sometimes they would, early seasons, they would flash back to stuff that was supposed to be much earlier, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh, is this supposed to be like five years before? Is this supposed to be right before he became a lawyer? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I figured out in the end. It was fine. Yeah. I, I agree. Once, I, once I don't, a smart man like me explained it to you. I don't have a better solution for it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think they should have de-aged anybody. They just kind of like... Did the uh, like soap opera wiping like Vaseline on yeah. the lens? So everybody was just kind of blurry. And I think like there is some level of suspension of disbelief that needs to go into it. And there's a the thing that pisses me off when they like make a biopic or like, mm-hmm. especially when they were like casting. What those, do you like, think about these people that pronounce it biopic? You know or are they the friend stupidest of the show, people Jeff, in the world? Uh, says biopic, and he's pretty smart. What does he think it stands for? I don't know. It's a biographical picture. Yeah, I don't... Biopic. It's when people say Herculean instead of Herculean. I think Herculean is so cool. Yeah, and that's fine. You could say Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. (laughs) I say it every day, whenever (laughs) I wake up. (laughs) Whenever I see something I like, I just start saying Hercules, Hercules. Um, But like when they cast, it's like uh, this person is playing uh, like, uh, you know, Princess Diana movie. And you're like, she doesn't look (laughs) enough like Princess Diana. It's like, yeah, guess what? It's not actually Princess Diana in the movie. Like it doesn't have to be a photorealistic portrayal yeah. like it, it's it's a it's a it's an actor i'll tell you what i watched that princess diana movie with uh kristen stewart kristen stewart because you're a big twilight man a, a big uh lady die fan as well but uh i yeah i guess she like doesn't really look like her but like boy she like captured the, i don't even know princess die that well uh we just hung out that one week <laughs> but uh she like captured the mannerisms and stuff where I was like, Oh, that's like good acting. Yeah. That is a good acting. That is. <laughs> I, I, I kissed the screen and said, that's a good acting. Um, yeah, no, but like I see people like clowning on like on Twitter. If mm-hmm. that even still exists yeah. when this comes out, um, like when they cast somebody to play someone who doesn't look exactly like them, it's like, yeah, 
if you just cast someone who looked exactly like them, the odds are they're they might not even be a professional actor. Yeah. Uh, they might if they are a professional actor, they might not be a good actor. Yeah. Well that Slip I watched like, uh uh that movie The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which was uh pretty good. But directed they, by Michael Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh uh, Andrew Garfield was playing uh, Jim Baker. The cat? <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Is uh, John? I... <laughs> but, uh... Nervous. <laughs> but, uh, Jim Baker had, like, like kind of pudgy cheeks. Uh-huh. So they used, like, uh, prosthetics to give Andrew Garfield chubby cheeks. And it... It looks so bad because it was like, oh, there's just like part of his face that doesn't emote with the rest of his face. And it's like, you Should know what? Use some sort of robotics in there. No, it's like, look, if you want somebody to look like Jim Baker, you got to hire somebody who's like a little pudgy. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's like a famous skinny guy. Right. He did a great job. Did you just watch that movie because Spider-Man was in it? No, no, no. Because I like uh, like weird people. <laughs> I like <laughs> watching like movies about. <laughs> okay. Uh, they were both fantastic in it. Um but the the prosthetics were were just distracting because hmm. it was like no I, I you told me he's Jim Baker I get it him having like these weird little like chicken cutlets on his cheeks isn't selling it for me yeah just let him just let him be who he is yeah or don't cast him yeah or or cat or yeah go the other way and be like nope we're only gonna have people that look just like him can I wade into a controversial uh, topic here. Tim, that's uh, all we do here. That look, I don't want to get too deep into this. Uh, but uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, cast in the Darren Aronofsky film, yeah, the, the whale. whale. Mm-hmm. And people are like, they should have gotten a real four hundred and fifty pound man to do this. Yeah, it's like, are there actors working in Hollywood? I mean, I'm sure there's like a few, but. Yeah, you're also we're right in the middle of the uh, Brendan Fraser Renaissance. Yeah, where it's like, no, yeah, you could find somebody uh, probably that that fits the physical mold and could play that character, but that's not you're you're hiring Brendan Fraser because he's you know a phenomenal actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question about the mm-hmm. whale. Yeah. No, you're an Aronofsky man, or you were. Yeah. Have you even seen all his movies at this point? Like he came out of the gate. What you mm-hmm. Pie? Pie. And then Requiem, Requiem for, for a Dream. dream. Mm-hmm. And you were like we were both on board with both of those. I, I got to see Requiem for a Dream, like an early screening hmm. that he was at. And uh I asked a question because at the time he was uh he w- he was on the books, he was gonna make a Batman movie. Right. And I, during the, because uh, I was in college during the question and a- uh, answer portion, I raised my hand uh, and asked. This is actually more of a statement than a, it's more of a comment. Than it kind of was. I was like, uh, have you figured out who should play Batman? Because if not, I'd like to put my hat in the ring. That's funny. Yeah. Did everybody groan when you talked? They No, they were all like, yeah, you should play Batman. There was a lot of murmuring <laughs> about it. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he laughed and said, like, I'll consider it. And then, like, I tried to talk to him afterwards. You and somebody, oh, Were you actually yeah, thinking yeah. that somebody, you could, uh, you could play Batman? Look, I mean, it was my You're best not shot. enough. I was back then. <laughs> oh, no, that was the other show we were talking about, how handsome Batman is. That was, that was going to be a, a callback, Tom. <laughs> okay. It's a callback for the listener to something that you'll hear in a couple of days, but, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't just saying, like, Tom, you're not handsome after calling you dumb earlier. <laughs> Tom, I you're dumb it, and ugly. Look, I know on paper it sounds like I'm calling Tom dumb and ugly, but they're all callbacks <laughs> to the episode you haven't heard yet where I call him dumb and ugly. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. Uh, he made, like, that Noah's Ark movie. And I stuff. fell asleep watching Noah. I didn't see Mother. I forgot about mother. Um, 
And there's at least one other thing. The wrestler was that him? Oh yeah, the wrestler. The wrestler was good. I just felt like I I know what that is. I don't need to see that movie. Yeah, it it was good. I mean, that movie was responsible for people being like, oh, I guess Mickey Rourke's like a real actor again. And then he did like two more movies, and people were like, oh no, <laughs> now back to obscurity, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so no longer an Aronofsky man. Uh, not not because I dislike him. The Fountain. The Fountain. Oh, I actually love The Fountain. Is that uh, Bradley Pitt? Uh, no, that was uh, Wolverine. Huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. Yeah. That movie's weird. I like that movie. I vaguely remember that that existed. It, it's like part of it takes place in the past and the present and the future, but then he like he's in like an orb floating through space. This is one of those movies where nothing makes sense, but it's pretty cool. Um. Oh, and Tom. Mm-hmm. Black Swan. Oh yeah, I like, I like Black that Swan. Movie. Yeah. That was a good movie. I saw yeah, that was, in the theater. Yeah, I saw that. I like that like, one. There's a girl's kissing it. <laughs> But anyway, you're you're. Why'd you bring up Darren Aronofsky? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, the whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I I've heard good and bad things about the whale. I'll I'll watch it because I, I like Brendan Fraser a lot. I won't watch it because it looks like a movie about a man who's really sad, and I don't want to watch. Yeah, stuff you know what? That's true. People. I'm I'm saying I'm gonna watch it, but it's like one of those movies where it's like, yeah, I want to watch this, and then every time I'm about to, I'll be like, I'm not in the mood for it tonight. Yeah, I'm sure it's harrowing, and I'm sure that it's a great performance, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm gonna watch the new episodes of Beavis and Butthead again instead. <laughs> Yeah, you really can't go wrong with those. There's some people on our uh, Discord, Tom, that did not agree with I our know. assessment. I I booted them all off, <laughs> banned them. Tom, mm-hmm. let's get into spoiler t- territory here. Okay, we've been at it, but yeah, let's get into real spoiler yeah, territory. Yeah, like finale style. Yeah. Um, hey, let's really spoil ourselves. Let's uh, go to the spa. And then the chocolate That's not store. What I mean, Tom. Oh, wait, what did I mean, you mean? We'll spoil. We'll 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 tell about. We'll the... spoil our listeners. <laughs> exactly, with tales of us going to the spa and eating chocolate. Um, la- what was better? Mm-hmm. Final episode of Better Call Saul. Final episode of Breaking Bad. I think definitely Better Call Saul. Right. Even though it's like fucking heartbreaking. But it's like, yeah, that's that's how this character's journey for the most part ends. Oh, not for the like he's in jail for life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um he's penance, like, essentially. Yeah. But he is like kind of free now. Right. You know, like, he seems like he's unburdened. Yeah, I mean, this was a man that was carrying a la- around a lot of baggage. Yeah, post-breaking post bad, especially. Yeah, but, like, no, even, like, the the Chuck stuff. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying, like, post the the post-breaking bad when he's working at a Cinnabon in uh, Idaho or oh, whatever, yeah. Iowa, um, he, he's just, like, such a broken man. Yeah. But one could argue he was broken, but like the the whole Chuck relationship mm. broke him, and he was always trying to prove himself, and he yeah. was always hustling, and he was like he was damaged goods from the minute we met him in Better Call Saul, and he's finally I think at peace with who he is, yeah, or who he's become. He was damaged goods, but like he would still be happy at times. You know, in Better Call Saul, where he would pull off, you know, whatever scam he had and he was happy. But when he was working at that Cinnabon, he was miserable every day until he started like pulling a scam on right. the uh, security. But he guards. was, I think, what I'm getting at here is mm-hmm. that he cured himself of that need to be that yeah. slipping Jimmy, mm-hmm. to be pulling one over, to be pulling a scam, to be proving something to somebody. Yeah. He's just like, I did some bad shit. I'm just a guy. I'm in jail. I deserve to be in jail. Yeah. Last shot of that. Well, when uh, 
freaking Kim's walking away and she looks back and she sees mm-hmm. him and then who it, do you think camera just moves? had a sadder ending Jimmy or Kim Kim uh, Jimmy okay because he's like, in jail for the rest of his for, life Kim has her freedom she can uh yeah she can uh, move about uh, as as she pleases. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, being in jail for life is uh, more often than not the worst yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, possible it's, outcome. It sucks to live in Florida. I'm sure. Yeah, um, it seems like it really sucks. Well, um, and like yeah, and Kim had like a crappy uh, what was it like a fiance or something? Oh yeah, that guy sucks when he goes. Yep. 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 Oh, when, when he was, yeah, sex. when he was having sex with her. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, I took that as a personal attack. Where are they? They got a camera in my uh, bedroom, <laughs> or at the very least, a microphone. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, she had a job, like, oh, at a pipe fitting company or something. Yeah, they make like sprinkler uh, components or something, mm-hmm. and they showed like how. Uh, uh, her attention to detail carried over yeah. from when, like, she was doing mm-hmm. important legal work to this, like, important plumbing work. No, it was like she went above and beyond. She would write like a log line mm-hmm. for a sprinkler head, but like, j- like she'd be like, "Oh, this is like the new," but like she would spend all day with the people ma- manufacturing yeah. it to learn about it just to do that when she didn't need to. She was going above and beyond. Yeah. Well, and also I forgot like by the end there she started volunteering at like a legal le- aid, legal yeah. aids uh legal aid services place. So it's like, "Oh, okay, she's like getting back into yeah. what what she's like naturally talented but at." But she herself was doing penance and mm-hmm. that's what inspired yeah. uh Saul, Saul to do, to do that. Jimmy. Yeah. Um anyway, sad show. Yeah. Yeah, you think they're going to make another season? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> you know what sucks? What? Did you watch The Many Saints of Newark? Yes. The Sopranos movie? Yeah. Thank No. I was about to say thank God James Gandolfini isn't alive. <laughs> this is not what I meant. But like if James Gandolfini Maybe rolling in his grave. No, if James Gandolfini was alive at this point in this oh, climate. They, yeah, they would have rebooted Sopranos. Yeah, they would have been like they would have done like la- like twenty twenty or like last like last year. Mm-hmm. Season seven of the Sopranos would have come out or whatever. And it's like Yeah. I'm not saying that like James Gandolfini should have died to prevent that from happening. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that David Chase was like, yeah, I'll go back to the well. Yeah. What's the, what's the pay? Yeah. I'll make it explicitly about Tony Soprano, even though I said I was done with that. Like, yeah, things just need to freaking end. Right. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time they made that, uh, El Camino movie from Breaking That's Bad. That, shit. Yeah. I never saw it, but I think that that's the thing that's kind of like, yeah, they're making these things, but like, you know, ninety-five uh, percent of the people I watch Sopranos did not watch the May Saints of Newark. I don't think that's true at all. You don't think so? No. Or at least they watched it and they were like, eh. And yeah, because like, it wasn't good. Th- yeah, and just never thought about it again. So like, yeah. it doesn't ruin anything's reputation. I know it. It's kind of like an oddity that's. You know, 20, 30 years from now, somebody getting into the show is going to read about these movies on a Wikipedia and be like, well, that's weird. They made like a a sequel or a prequel to this that nobody really watched or liked or even yeah. considers. I'm always just a fan of like, especially really talented people. Um doing new things uh, oh, and absolutely. not getting bogged down in like, hey, this worked. This is going to be the rest of my life. Yeah. It's like if Bob Odenkirk just became Saul Goodman mm-hmm. for the rest of his career, yeah, it'd be like be a, a bummer because yeah. he's like, he's got more range than that, right? Like um, if Vince Gilligan, all the shows that he did were like, okay, now we're going to explore um, what happens to Kaylee um, once Mike Ermintrout is killed, like, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to see her, like... Yeah, her break bad. <laughs> yeah, or we're going to see the origin story of, like, 
one of uh, Gus's henchmen. It's mm-hmm. like, just, you're capable of coming up with fantastic stories. Yeah. Just do a different thing, which it seems to be what he's doing. That that kind of happened uh, this week with something I like. I, I've talked on the show before about uh, the Apple TV show Bad Sisters mm-hmm. with Sharon Horgan. That I'm I really two episodes in, I like. Uh, oh, it gets better and better, but it's based on like a I think Dutch show, yeah, or Dutch or show Swedish or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, and I like read that Wikipedia, and it's like very closely based on it. Where like a lot of the character names, if it, if it wasn't like a weird name that would make sense for like an Irish person to have, mm-hmm. they changed it. But otherwise, very accurate. Limited series just got announced this week, season two of it. Yeah. And it's like, ah, that was, and like, I know Sharon Horgan signed like an, a deal with Apple TV and I was very excited for like, cool, she's got a deal with them. So she's going to make something different now. Yeah. And I like most of the stuff she makes. So like, can't wait to see. And it's like, I'm going to watch season two of this show. I I get it. The characters are great. The interactions between them are great. You don't want to just throw that away. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I kind of would like to. I'd rather see something new from her. Yeah, that's the thing. That happens quite frequently now yeah. where it's like it's tough. a limited series. Yeah. It's like, oh, it did well. It's no longer a limited series. It's just a series now. Like right. happened with uh, Big Little Lies mm-hmm. and like. It never lives up. It happened yeah. with um, White Lotus. Yeah. Which it, I haven't it happened seen with uh, Loki on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like that was supposed to be a limited series, but now they're going to make another season. And like, who knows with like their plan, Disney's Marvel plans of like, Ugh, now we've really got to shuffle things around because we made that to set something up. Yeah. And didn't anticipate a second season. So now we're going to have to like figure out what that is. Like, it's probably not going to be as good. Yeah. I mean, like, when people bemoan like the one season wonders, like Mm -hmm. Freaks and Geeks, like looking back, like, cool. I bet like Freaks and Geeks season two would have been a drop off in quality. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, sometimes, like, Things just end and it's fine. Like, and it's Arrested, fine. We, people... like we saw Arrested Development mm-hmm. season three ended, and then yeah. we we're like, oh man, I hope Showtime picks it up. <laughs> and like, I watched a retrospective on that. Yeah. And Mitch Hurwitz, the creator of Arrested mm-hmm. Development, was just like, it turned out like he walked away. Like, I think Showtime did have an offer on the oh, table. Okay. And he's like, I think I've, I think we've done enough here. I'm yeah. not like creatively in it anymore. And then a few years later, like, Netflix ah, about was like, ten times as much money. Yeah, and he's like, okay. And then like nobody liked those yeah. Netflix seasons. Yeah, but he probably bought a new vacation home. It's fine, but like yeah. I think when people are like, oh, I need to see more of this, it's like you probably don't. It's fine. Yeah. So like bands break but, up, it's fine. Like, well, yeah. And the bummer is that these people are spending their time making those things instead of making something new. Yeah. That that might also be cool. Yeah, Jason Bateman could play uh, like another like put upon husband that like uh, <laughs> then like breaks out by doing something. Uh, Tim, you're you're now talking about a rival podcaster, so hey, watch your mouth. Uh, well, he's our rival. We hate we hate those smartless yeah, guys. Yeah, we hate them. Hey, you ever listen to an episode of Smartless? Nah, I've never it's heard fine. it. Yeah, that's kind. Of, I'm kind of surprised that it's like. I mean, as somebody that's never listened to it, that it's as popular as it is. Yeah, but uh, it's fine. Maybe I should listen to it. Maybe then I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I'm surprised as somebody that likes all those guys. Yeah, too. I mean, Sean Hayes is the real wild card there, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. I guess I like Sean Hayes. I yeah, don't know. it's like, oh, he wasn't on a TV show with these <laughs> other two guys, yeah. but all right, it's on a very successful TV show, though. Yeah, a much more successful Bill TV and Grace. show. Bill and Grace. Yeah, that's not what the show is called, Tim. It's the man, uh... Tim. I you're. I think you're talking about the uh, the censored version. You were your your parents made you watch. So uh... yeah, Bill and Grace. They were married. <laughs> <laughs> they lived in an apartment together. <laughs> he was always getting into like mix-ups. <laughs> 
All right, Tom, any last words about Better Call Saul? Uh, great show. Five really stars. Really great show. Five, Five stars. stars. Can't wait to see new Vince Gilligan, new uh, Ree Seahorn, new uh, Bob Odenkirk, all those guys. I love Nacho. I like that actor a lot. I forget his name. Yeah, Nacho I could. Uh, everybody seemed to like that storyline a lot more than I did. I wasn't crazy about the storyline, but I like him a lot as an actor. Yeah. I forget his name. He's a, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, his name, Tom, in case you were wondering, is Michael Mando. Michael Mando. He's the bad guy in Far Cry 3. And we didn't even talk about Tony Dalton as Lalo Salamanca. Oh, he knocks it out of the park. He's got he's, a mustache and he's handsome. He's uh, in uh, Hawkeye. He plays this Marvel character called, uh, I think, I the, sword, the, sword, look, the sword master. <laughs> that's his character. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. And he and he has the mustache in uh, Hawkeye, too. And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Ed Bagley Jr. as Clifford Maine. <laughs> yeah, that was good casting. Yeah. Love a good Ed, Ed Bagley Jr. Yeah. Uh, pop in. All right. Well, uh, next week, look, I'm going to put up a, Freaking poll. Okay. Gonna read a book. Are we both gonna read a book? I don't know. What do you think? Hey, sound off. Hey, what do you think? (laughs) Yeah, that was directed at you, listener. (laughs) Tim wasn't even looking at me. He was looking up at the sky. (laughs) Yeah, where you all live, heaven in my heart. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let let us know if uh, we should do. uh, All you little angels. That's what I call our patrons, little angels. If one of us should read a book, both of us should read a book. If we're both going to read it, we'll have to keep it like a shorter book, I think. Why? I don't know. It's like tricky to read. Because you're dumb. We'll see you next week. We love you very much. Thank you for being patrons. (laughs) 